weird for me or so busy for me. It's like everything happens on Fridays. Hello, we're live. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show with no name with Allison the show Jess. with no name. <laughs> As of right now. Yes. I don't think we should ever name it, actually. I kind of like that we have just like, like it. Yeah. You know, like a, it's what it is. It is. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Hey, Marie. Hey, hey. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Are you seeing the comments, Allison? I am. Yes. Oh, nice. Nice. We only have two viewers at the moment, apparently. Oh, three now. It's Marie and Amber. Hi, Amber. (laughs) I always get such a a funny, choppy audio sound, like as soon as we go live. Do you get get that? No. Just me? I think it Okay. <laughs> That's good. Everybody can hear us. That is good. You know, I'm going to go pop this link into our bootcamp group like separately because I think that yeah. this, there's a lot of bootcampers that would love to see this. And I would actually yeah. love to bring a bootcamper onto our call today. So let me just, um, just give me a second Let's and uh, figure out how to do that. <laughs> um, I'll watch the comments for a second. How? What is, yes. Why don't you greet our viewers? <laughs> I will greet our viewers. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How how's everybody doing today? What what's the morning like for you? Ours Friday mornings always seem to be a little bit crazy and getting here right on time. <laughs> yeah, basically, a professional organizer doesn't necessarily mean that you're an on time person. <laughs> and and just, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I, I got on a minute before you. <laughs> Um, all right. I posted it into the group. So um, it is now live. I don't know if you can. I don't know. I don't even know. Um, I'm not really a typical professional organizer, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's what makes your stuff work. <laughs> Thanks, Allison. Honestly. <laughs> so I'm not like on time, super, super over organized. Like it's just that life works like you know you can deal yeah disconnected from reality you mean (laughs) (laughs) um allison so because so we have clutter boot camp going on this week there's like three thousand people it's very active it's like a the most active um but i don't think that a lot of boot campers know who you are so they've seen me like way too much this week maybe a little intro so they know who you are <laughs> yeah yeah who the heck is this person well Hello. i think my hair i didn't get to do that in the beginning well, you, of the call. you do that i'll say hi <laughs> hello everybody who doesn't know who i am my name's allison um i am a life coach um i work um with people i i work as a general life coach i help all sorts of people who need mindset clutter cleaned up and reorganized and um and new things developed in their life um i do also coach inside of jess's program we do the mindset calls in there which are super fun some of the highlights of my week so that's that's what i do um personally like how i even found life coaching is um how did you Were you living life and having a hard time? (laughs) I I found therapy first. Um, I've been through a lot of therapy. (laughs) Um, I I I actually 
I, I call it that I've, I lived with chronic stress for a really long time. So it wasn't like um, necessarily great big trauma, although I know a lot of people live with that, but it was like little t trauma, where it was just the constant stress of the way in which I saw the world and the way in which I saw myself and how I thought I was supposed to be in it was creating this just this just heaviness throughout my entire life that just built and built and built the more responsibilities you add and the more you know life gets chaotic and you know marriages go crazy and kids go crazy and just all the things that we deal with in life just kept getting harder and harder and harder and so that's kind of how I found therapy and then therapy um I really love therapy and it got me through a lot but there was still sort of this missing piece that I didn't understand on how I on taking back control. It, it felt a lot like I could, okay, I understood a lot of what was happening, but I still didn't totally feel like I knew how to take back control and actually make life be what I wanted. So, okay. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. I really believe in therapy also, and I think it's mm-hmm. an awesome tool, but I feel like a lot of times therapy doesn't give you actionable steps. And that's what I was always missing was like, the actionable steps like okay I have understanding Mm -hmm. like I get to the I understand my why a little more but like what the hell do I do about it right like (laughs) yeah and I think it depends a lot on your therapist I think some therapists do know how to integrate all this um but I remember I remember hearing several things that just like blew my mind in therapy um and I was like okay totally get that but like how do I do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I don't understand the steps from this life where I am now to what you're saying that I does doesn't I don't where's the steps I don't get it so that's what life the actionable is. stuff there's mm-hmm. like <laughs> what's the actionable thing like okay I processed all of that now what do I do <laughs> yes 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 exactly exactly so I think that I was just really primed and ready when I found life coaching I actually um kind of found it by accident. I was I was feeling this this burden to get all this stuff that I learned from psychology and about our brains out into the world to help people like me that I had, you know, once I learned all that stuff that had helped a lot. And then like in the process of doing that, because I'm an entrepreneur by heart, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, show this to people. And in the process of starting a business and doing all that, I was like, there's still like a whole lot of stuff that doesn't make sense here. This is like, it's crazy. And I don't understand. And how do I actually teach people this? And then um, I found life coaching. I got life, started getting life coaching. And it was like, mind blown. <laughs> totally, totally. I was like, oh, there's this whole profession of people who who have like already got this all figured out. And that's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So it it totally changed my own life. Like it, um, I would say every single part of my life is different since I found life coaching. And that's within a small amount of time compared to like the years I had at therapy. So I think it's yes. pretty profound. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good morning, Tammy and Sam. Eileen, it's your first time here. Hi, hi. Hi, Brenda. Yay. Yeah, I think I actually think this is like a really good topic to kind of run with, you know. I mean, even like, okay, so just the the term like coach, uh, I'm going to, I'll give you my, I know you were going to ask. So. <laughs> I, I was, tell me. <laughs> I have such a hard time with labels. Um, uh-huh. And yeah. for so long, I was like, you know, first of all, I hate the term professional organizer because it does not describe what I do, but there's no real way to describe what I do. I hate the term life coach because mm-hmm. I had hired a couple of life coaches and I was like, you know, 
I think that like they're not qualified. <laughs> um, you know, but like I just like anybody can say they're a professional organizer. Anyone can say they're a life coach, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find the right person. And it's mm-hmm. not that I don't value like I actually super value your experience and the people that I think are the best coaches are the ones who have lived it themselves, right? Who have like gone through the process themselves Mm -hmm. and you can't obviously put like, there's no credentials Mm -hmm. that you can put around that. Mm -hmm. But I always had for a long time, like this very cluttered view of the coaching industry. I'm like, cause anybody can say they're a coach, but if you find the right one, it will change your life. But how do you find the right one? Because anyone can say they're a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Understand what you're saying. (laughs) So yeah, that was kind of like my, now I call myself a clutter coach because I think it's better than professional organizer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I've stuck with the, the term life coach at this time. Um, sometimes I call myself, I've kind of like changed it. <laughs> like sometimes I call myself a mindset coach. Sometimes I, I call only myself- call you a mindset coach. I've never <laughs> called you a life coach. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, like what I feel like I resonate more even than like mindset coach is a feelings coach. <laughs> <laughs> because I, because I get like, I, I feel like there's some people that really connect to thought work really easily. And there's some people that are just like, I can't find my thoughts. I don't understand it, but I know what I'm feeling. Like I can resonate with that. And that was actually how I first started making all my shifts was just this understanding of what I can work with my feelings. Like, what are you even talking about? Like I can actually do that. And that really started like, that did so much work for me in itself. So the thought work and the mindset is so much a part of it, but it's not, um, it's not just intellectual and like separate. It's very much combined with um, our mind-body connection. Yeah, Yeah, and you know, I think um, I love that you, I love feelings coach also because I find that in all of, across all of the groups of people that I work with who are dealing with clutter, there's so many feelings involved. <laughs> and you know, one feeling that I see a lot really at the beginning of the process is um I you know, I guess I'm gonna have a hard time actually are saying what the actual feeling is, but there's like it's almost like an anger, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not for everyone, but I just do happen to see a lot of like like people send me like angry messages or like, mm-hmm. you know like things that should be like, like pretty small in my mind. I'm like, okay, like, so you had a hard time, like with this little tech thing and we're, we can totally fix it and we're going to get back to you within like 10 minutes. Right. Like, but there's a lot of like angst at the beginning of this, like, mm-hmm. like, and anger is not the right word. I think maybe it's more like angst. Like, like I need to fix this. Like right now I'm yeah. like, you know, like, like a ball of like, like pressure. Like, yes. Yeah. Pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Pressure, tension. Um, and 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 that's like one of the biggest things that I see as well. Except that like a lot like people don't even know, but they're carrying it in their body too. So they're just like, <laughs> how do I like how do I fix this thing? How do I get to this thing? Because then I'm gonna be able to freaking relax, right? Because there's just so much tension and pressure and rigidity and like must make things be the certain way. Um, yeah. I think it's that's across the board, like a humanity thing, because it's it's all just about what we're connecting that to, 
What are we thinking we need in order to feel released from that tension and relaxed and peace? And what are we trying to get to in order to like try to feel better about ourselves so that like things can not be at this high level of tension and stress? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, people don't even necessarily realize that that's how they're feeling, right? That's because it becomes, and I, if I think back on my like personal journey also, I mean, there were days when I couldn't even get out of bed mm-hmm. and like I expressed all of that like anxiety as tears. Like I would just cry and cry mm-hmm. and not know where to go with it, but like at least it was some sort of release, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, mine all came out in the form of people pleasing. So it was like, it was always like, if I could just like make sure everybody else was okay, then I could like breathe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. Is there anybody in the comments who is feeling that like angst or who has has something they want to share with us? We can pull you onto our live stream. So if you're new to this podcast, um, in the beginning, we thought we would bring on a guest and have that guest like picked out before we started the podcast. <laughs> but as it turns out, as it turns out. <laughs> We're not planners. <laughs> <laughs> so now we just pull from the audience because it's a lot easier for us to not have to figure out somebody in advance. So if you're in the audience right now and you would like to come on here live with us and talk about the like absolute pressure and angst that you're feeling, especially if you're a new boot camper, um, this might be pushing you way out of your comfort zone. But just go ahead and Yes, surprise interviews. Surprise. <laughs> I promise you it's really fun. And and I, I, I totally understand like that it would feel scary and uncomfortable, but that is where all the amazing beauty in life is found and in the scary and uncomfortable. So I challenge you to come and join the party. <laughs> it's so nice when we get three of us spread out on the screen because then we go from half screen to third screen. And <laughs> And I do this thing where I'm like trying to like make us level because I'm like I know like <laughs> artist by background and visually. <laughs> Brenda Booth, do you want to come live with us and get out of push you into outside of your comfort zone? You don't have to say yes, but I no, just curious. <laughs> There's a lot of people who are allegedly working right now, so they can't. <laughs> The other thing is that we laugh a lot. So we believe that laughter is like tremendous, tremendous medicine. Yes. Um, so Sam, I'm glad you find us funny. <laughs> <laughs> we we think we're funny. We just, just kind of come on here hoping you do too. <laughs> I hope there's some yelling downstairs. We have a lot. Like, I swear, we have like nice quiet weeks. And then Fridays, it's like, there's a lot of workers here. <laughs> Brett, you know, it's not a Zoom thing. We'll just send you a link and you can just click on the link and you come right in with us. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's anybody else, I mean, Brenda, I'll still, you know, I would do it, but I'm technically challenged. Margie, if you can click on a link, you can literally join us in here. Do you want to join us? <laughs> it's Yeah, it's actually super easy. It's just a it link. Is, like, it really is. <laughs> you can't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> we bring people on every week and they are technically challenged. So <laughs> do, 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 do. So Allison, what was yeah. the best thing that happened to you this week? Oh, it's funny because I feel like I get to Friday and I'm like, wow, well, like, what even was this week? I don't know. This week was really busy. I had like every day I had something all the time. Um, Oh, wait, Allison, hold on. We have breaking news here. 
we have Marty and Brenda who both have said yes. <gasps> Do you think we can bring on two guests? <laughs> I think we can. I think we All absolutely right, so we're can. I'm going to send you guys the invite in your Facebook Messenger. Um, and we're going to see, <laughs> we're going to see if we can get four people on here. So give me one second. Um, all right. So talk about your week while I figure out getting these people on here. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, the best thing that happened this week, well, I did, there were some pretty cool things that happened that were just unusual, but one of them is I found out that my neighbor is, um, in the process of building up a lavender farm. So they've put a lot of things in place and I had kind of been seeing them um, as I passed by. Am I still here? Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> you, you froze and I'm like, uh oh, did I freeze? <laughs> oh, I think my internet is a little unstable right now, so that's helpful. Oh, wait, am I still Can frozen? You uh, you're a little bit frozen. Can you guys see me? We're good. All right. I, I frozen. Shoot. Oh, are you back? I I'm I was I gone. <laughs> well, you froze for a second. I think I froze for a second. I think we were both frozen for a second. Now it says that okay. <laughs> we I think we're both good now. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Um, All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm still working on sending these little little links out. So okay, um, I'm gonna finish. I'll finish Linda. my farm story. <laughs> yes, I'm excited about your lavender farm story. <laughs> yeah. So, so my neighbor, my neighbor has. They've been doing all this work, and we've been kind of watching them from like every from a distance when we like drive by. But it's always, um, it's always been kind of cool to see it developing. And then they were actually open the other day, and I was like, we're I, we are on our way somewhere else, and I'm like, we're just gonna run in here. And my kids are like, ah, mom, because I'm always adding things to, to the list. And like, no, we're just gonna run in here. I really want to meet them. And we ended up meeting them, and they're so they're the coolest people. And they're creating when they moved in. They moved in actually about the same time that we did, and they have all this property, and they're like really wanted to share it with people. And so they were just trying to think of how they could share the the beautiful property with people and they're like what about lavender we could grow lavender people come pick lavender we can make all these soaps and stuff so that's what they're doing so um they invited my daughter and I to come over well um the the lady did she's like what do you do you want to have a few more plants to plant this you know this month would you want to you and your daughter want to come help me plant them so we went and planted some lavender plants and that was just like the coolest thing because my daughter is super into learning literally everything that that can be learned. She loves to read books. She's always spouting facts at me. <laughs> and so she gets to go learn how to plant this stuff. And it was just it was just a really special time that was unusual and unplanned. <laughs> and lavender farms are so beautiful. They are. Like, and they smell so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And these, and they had not known anything about it previously. So that was pretty cool because they were like, yeah, we just have been self-teaching ourselves all this stuff, which is always so inspiring to me when people do that. Cause you always tend to think, oh, people, you know, who do things have either, you know, known it for a really long time or spent all these years doing it before they actually do, do the thing like open up the farm or whatever, but they're just learning, letting themselves learn and process. Right. And it's just, I think there's something so beautiful about that. I think most of us don't allow that to be the case to like learn and process. So, okay. 
uh, Margie and Brenda, I did send you the link on Messenger. So if you can just go into your Messenger and just click on it, you'll just come right into this live stream and we'll add you in. Um, but I think, Allison, that's such a good point. And I, it was something I talked about in boot camp this week is that we often like want to wait until the end to experience the feelings, right? So like, mm -hmm. I will be happy when my house is decluttered. Exactly. I will open a lavender farm when I learned everything about opening a lavender farm, plant all the plants and have like a profitable crop, right? Like Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What would happen if you just like did it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's, and that's what's the coolest. The people who are, who actually just step out and they're like, I'm just going to just do stuff and, and trust myself in the process and enjoy the process and walk into the discomfort of like, yeah, people are watching me and here I am doing this thing I don't entirely feel comfortable with. That is actually what's so inspiring to everybody. That's the kind of people that people are drawn to, that people want to learn from, that people want to be around. It's just like, that's what we all need. That's what we all want. So this idea even that we have to be like some level of um, like expertise, expertise, exactly. In order, that's actually, um, I feel like <laughs> in order to be an expert, like consider sometimes what we would actually consider ourselves an expertise, we'd end up being so far removed from the thing we were actually in the middle of and, and not making any kind of an impact. <laughs> oh my gosh. Brenda and Margie are both in the, what do they call it? The like, but like backstage, backstage. <laughs> backstage. All right. right, you guys. We have never had four people on a screen at one time before, so we are going to see how this goes. All right, Brenda and Margie, we're going to bring you onto the live screen with us. We are going to see how this goes. All right, we're going to so you guys can turn off lot, like your Facebook live streams. Otherwise, you get the. Hi, Hi. 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 Oh my goodness. Okay, let's see. Um Okay, Brenda. So I've just muted you, but I think you just need to turn off your Facebook. Okay. Can you hear me? We can hear you, yes. Oh my. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, this is Brenda. <laughs> Hi, Brenda. Hello. Hello. I did see you. I did watch a few of your podcasts on YouTube. Oh, hi. Hello. Hello. I think so. There's an echo. Yeah, there's a tab open. I think. Are you, like you're still watching us live. We have to close that because otherwise. Oh, okay. <laughs> Margie's back. Hold on. Is that better? Yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I was I hearing some echo or something. I think. Yeah, yeah I think it was playing. 
on the Facebook. It was. Feed. I just clicked it off. Oh, Perfect. Okay. See, you're, you are good with tech. <laughs> Mindset switch right now. Okay. So, Margie oh, and Brenda, you can things introduce you that clean craft area. <laughs> you're totally good. All it's all good. All it's good. all good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's let's hear a little bit about you and how you found us and how you ended up on a live stream with us this morning. <laughs> a live stream was really scary. And we're so proud of you for being here. We are so proud of you. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I found the boot boot camp thing, I believe it was just on a Facebook. And I had never seen anything like it before. And I found this. Let's see. I was going to, I asked my son to pay $200 for somebody to come in and clean out my house. <laughs> and he laughed at me. So, but this is something I've never seen before. And I have had a lot of aha moments in the past week. And I do realize some of my issues have evolved from when I was a kid. They're difficult ones. Punishment was cleaning. My mother used it constantly. And it has hurt because I've realized that now. Oh my goodness, tears. I hate that. We love <laughs> tears. <laughs> it's good. It's a good realization. I realized what some of the stuff, I guess the worst moment I had as a kid was I went to church camp for a week. And when I came home, the first comment that was made when I walked in the door was, we saved your chores for you. Not one dish had been washed in a week. Took me all day and all night to clean up the kitchen. And now I have a hell of a time doing it myself. <laughs> I will procrastinate and not do and I'm trying to get past that. But your group has actually made me realize these things. So I thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. And it is a happy thing. Brenda, I'm so glad that you had that aha moment now, right? I think that, you know, one of the things that you touched on is I feel bad that I've waited so long to, to figure this out, but I like to switch that. Ready, Allison? I like to switch that and think, thank God I found it out now and not like 10, 10 more years from now, you know? Oh, really? Because 10 more years, I may not be here. <laughs> <laughs> I have started a lot of different things. This is the, this one and Weight Watchers because I do want to see my grandkids grow. And if I don't get control of this weight, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Good for you. You are empowering yourself with lots of tools right now. That's incredible. Thank you. I'm trying. 
Yeah. Brenda, where are you joining us from? Where do you live? Athens, Illinois, a little bitty town outside of Springfield. Nice. <laughs> Allison's your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm in Ohio. <laughs> Hello. Been through that state a few times. Never stopped. <laughs> Margie, will you share a little bit about your story and how you ended up on this live stream with us this morning? Okay. Um, well, you're going to hear the Southern twang now. Um, I'm from Chocowinity, North Carolina, which is right backed up to uh, Washington, North Carolina, which is the original Washington. Um, my parents are, are Dutch Indonesian, so they were in concentration camps. So everything was hoarded and saved and you didn't let anything go to waste, including food. And so I spent the last five years um, losing weight. And, and um, so I lost, I went and had gastric bypass to my, one of my sisters and myself and lost over a hundred pounds. And so I've just gotten to where I could get rid of my larger clothes. And then in the process, I, I was living in Raleigh and commuting back and forth um, for my job. So I had a big walk-in closet in Raleigh and a little closet here um, at home. And so I had these two huge closets and I have uh, gotten lots and lots of clothes for the new me and um, work clothes, home clothes, all these clothes. And then I retired in February and all these clothes came home with me. I have a 32-year-old daughter that's living at home with us, going to school with a nine-year-old son, and then a 27-year-old son that moved home with us so he could save up some money to buy a house in a 1,600-square-foot house. And so um, the house is closing in on me, and um, I have a husband that won't let go of anything because everything has such value um, from his childhood. We live in his childhood house. His father built this house. Oh, that's really hard. <laughs> Everything has value. And um, we even just got to, I just got, we've been in this house for 20 something years and I just got him to cut down a holly tree that his father planted because I was tired of walking on the leaves when they would fall. And, um, I took, I finally took a lawnmower and pulled up all the holly bushes that were out there <laughs> myself <laughs> because I couldn't get him to do it. And um, so now I'm in the process of just trying to clear out. And I saw your, um, I think I saw the clutter boot camp on Facebook. And so I thought, I've tried, I'm one of those people that'll try everything once, you know, so I got on there and then I was just so excited with the the very first day I got the aha moment because I'm one of those people that I'm constantly going out and buying the clutter, the organizer things. <laughs> and then I end up with all these organizer things all over the place and they become more clutter. And so that was one of my aha moments um, was I don't need all these organizer things. I need to get stuff out of my house. And so that's what I've been working on, trying to get those out of, you know, trying to get things out of my house. So I've been using those extra organizers for that. And um, so when I saw the Clutter Foundation, I thought I can start slowly with that. And I'm, I, you know, the um, Academy 
I'm thinking, um, you know, I, I want to do it. And then I'm thinking all the different aspects of it are, are just overwhelming to me with. <laughs> so one, of those, one step at a time. And um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying all the videos. And every time I watch a video, I get up and go do something. I get up and go clear a corner or clear something. And I had this big box um, of papers that I took with me to Raleigh that went to three different apartments. It came from me from home to three different apartments. And after five years in retirement, came back home with me. And after your video, it took me two hours to go through all those papers. <laughs> I've got a burn box with two boxes of just to burn it. And it only took me two hours. And I dragged that box around with me for almost six years, <laughs> just trying you know, thinking I'm going to go through it. And I just never did. I procrastinated. And I think my biggest problem is I'm just a procrastinator and things just pile up. And or I'm such a procrastinator that I don't want to do something. So like, say, I don't want to clean the bathroom. So I'll go wash dishes, which I equally hate as much, but I'll go do that because I don't want to go clean the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just a procrastinator and I'll, I'll do one thing that I equally hate because I don't want to go do the bathrooms or something <laughs> like that. So I'll make these deals with myself. <laughs> so I'm more of a mental person, but I think it all goes back to my childhood where we weren't, we had to eat everything on our plates. We weren't allowed to throw anything away. Mm -hmm. And my mother's going through early Alzheimer's and I've got three sisters. And so we promised my dad, we would not put her in a nursing home. So the four of us are taking turns with the 24 seven care of her. And so we were, we are slowly decluttering her house. So we won't have to deal with that in the end. And um, my sisters are having to take the bulk of that, <laughs> that part of it. And, and now I think I can help with that. <laughs> because of this class. Make sure your sisters watch the videos. <laughs> I know. Well, I think, I think we can, you know, one of my sisters is she just throw everything away. And we, you know, we, we try to get my mom involved, but she can't remember five minutes later. So. Yeah, that's really hard. So that's kind of my story, but, but you all have been so motivating and I've, I've learned so much from the group and that's, you know, some of the ideas they come up with is just, wonderful, you know, things that make you think outside of the box that I've never, I would have never thought of, or, you know, just on my own, because I'm just so one tracked, I'm getting something done, or I forget about it, I'll go to a room and forget what I went in there for. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, why am I here? <laughs> all the time, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Allison, I'd love to hear your mindset coaching perspective, your feelings coaching yes. perspective. Yes. I, there's a lot of similarities in these stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are. Um, I um, I have thoughts. <laughs> I have thoughts here. <laughs> so for, first of all, the way that um, the way that we feel about ourselves is of such huge importance with any of like clutter is just one of the things that brings it to the surface like the things that we think about ourselves and it's always the things that we think about ourselves are always you know data that we've collected from our families and from our upbringing and you know all this background that we have of how we have understood the world and and what's expected of us and all these things um for for housework to feel like 
punishment and or like grind or like something that we hate. Um, it's just, it's really good information to notice that and to notice that that's, you know, just collected thoughts that you have been passed down from the generations that you've been had, had passed down to you. Um, even the way, Margie, that you talk about, um, you, you said I'm a procrastinator about 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, how do you feel in your body when you think I'm a procrastinator? Um, I guess it, it kind of makes me depressed because I, you know, it, it, it is a downer because, you know, I feel that about myself because things just don't get done. And I'm one of those people that when I get totally overwhelmed, I just kind of crawl up and, mm -hmm. and just don't do anything. And then I feel doubly overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of one of those thoughts that is not very nutritional for you. <laughs> and when you think I'm just a procrastinator, I'm a procrastinator, it doesn't give you any kind of intrinsic motivation to want to do anything. It actually works in the opposite direction, right? Right. For one thing, procrastination is not a problem. Okay. I'm just going to like say that. <laughs> I'm a procrastinator and I think it's the best thing ever because when I do get to doing something, I do it much faster than if I had not procrastinated. So I really use it to my benefit. And I think it's like one of the best aspects of my personality is my ability to procrastinate and then get it done quickly because <laughs> the deadline is yeah. looping. <laughs> yeah. Well, even just the, it, it's just, it's how it's, I like to think about the way in which and how we're thinking about ourselves and how we're talking to ourselves as the most important thing. So if, you know, thinking you're a procrastinator is helping you and motivating you like, like, yeah, I do great work this way, you know, then good. It's serving you. If it's not, then it's not serving you. And it's optional to think that way. And also just the way that we approach things, knowing kind of what's going on underneath when we, when we don't want to do something, we're, we're like, that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm telling myself, I'm judging myself that I'm procrastinating because I'm not doing that thing. There's just something else going on. Like mm -hmm. the reason we don't want to do that thing is because there's something involved there that we're going to not going to like the way that it feels when we do that. And so our brain is telling us that's like a place I don't want to be. That feels like pain potentially. And your brain's always going to run away from pain. So mm -hmm. a lot of times with procrastination, it's just that the project or whatever it is, the thing that we're going to do, your brain has all these scary things about it. And, and it's how it's talking to itself, yourself, your brain's talking to you. I always think of it in like outside of myself, my brain's talking to me about, you know, I'm, I'm maybe I'm not good at that task, or maybe I don't completely understand it yet. Or maybe I'm just, um, it feels like too much. And so the way I'm going to think about myself when I step into that task is like judgment and shame and blaming. So of course my brain's not wanting me to go towards that task, <laughs> right? Yeah. It makes total sense. Okay, yeah. but for the record, nobody likes to be in the toilet. Like, yeah, I think, that, I think that makes sense because my dad was a Dutch Marine. So, you know, he was very hard on us and, and you, you, didn't, you didn't ever say, I don't know. And, you know, so I guess procrastination was my way of not saying I don't know. And, you know, so I was always putting that pressure on myself to do mm -hmm. something. And procrastination was my way of, of stalling, you know, stalling and not having to do something. So, um, yeah. 
you know, taking that pressure off of myself um, because I'm one of those A personalities that I have to do it just right. And so if you went to my office at work, everything had a place, everything was, I knew I could put my hand on anything, but when you went to my house, you would think, whoa, <laughs> this is, whose house is this, you know, mm -hmm. because everything was in turmoil. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. that was really hard. Yeah, it was like a, a way of self-protecting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and clutter is just such a physical representation of all the ways that we self-protect. Right. So, so when we're going to start approaching it, the way in which we, the things that we learn, especially, you know, inside of Jess's program, the things that you learn are how, how am I going to think about myself in the, in all of this? How am I going to love myself? How am I going to talk nice to myself? How am I going to have, um, compassion and kindness in this whole process, because that's really where it's at. It, it's like it gives us the material to teach us how to be with ourselves. And then we're able to um, to actually work with the physical manifestation of it all. And then we build up our own confidence, right? The process of doing that. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> really? You're welcome. Allison's a really good coach. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Oh, thank you. I get really passionate about this in particular because the way that we talk to ourselves, um, we all just have conditioning, you know, from society and from our families and everything on how we how we treat ourselves. And it's always this place of like you it's very, very hard to actually be productive or to do things that feel like make us feel good and accomplished and successful with ourselves when there's always this heaviness of like something we're beating ourselves with about how we're not doing it well or we're not doing it right or we're not thinking about ourselves highly it's right. it it's one of my like I will get on that soapbox all day long. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest fear is the fear of failure. Well, I know a lot of people say that, but that is my biggest fear, that fear of failure. Yeah. And so yeah. rather than fail, I just don't do it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to having a human brain. This is like the human <laughs> condition. Yeah. Yeah. We all are afraid of failure because, but it's actually um, the thing about failure. <laughs> Jesse got me going. <laughs> 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 the thing about failure is that actually failing is not a problem. It's how we're going to treat ourselves in the failure that we're afraid of. So if we if we reframe failure as, I mean, we all know this. We all know everybody says you don't actually get to success without hundreds of failures and knowing, you know, what the process was. That's how you learn the process. And yet with ourselves, we fail one time and we're like, oh, I'm so terrible. I'm such an idiot. I'm all these things. And your brain's like, yeah, I don't trust you with me. I'm not going to go anywhere near failure because you're such a jerk. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how we learn to treat ourselves and how we learn to talk to ourselves and how we learn to have our own back is literally everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. Ouch. <laughs> I, I, I'm don't use that as a judgment against yourself now okay? <laughs> all right so can we go back to margie's story about the dishes because this is sort of like um fascinating to me 
okay, so chores, right? Chores do seem like a punishment when we're growing up. Mm-hmm. And it does sound like your mother did use them like specifically as a punishment. But as an adult, when we do stuff around our house, to me, that's like the best form of self-care that there possibly is. And it's hard to like break that childhood, you know, ideal that like this is, I'm going to punish you with chores. And then to realize as an adult, man, if I clean my kitchen at night, I'm going to wake up and feel so happy. Like this is like how I'm taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And I and I think for me, it's so frustrating because I will clean my kitchen and get it clean. And then I have four other people that go in after I've gone to bed and I wake up and my kitchen's not clean. You know, there's dishes in the sink, but even if it's just a few. And so I don't get to wake up to that clean kitchen and it's frustrating for me. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like beyond frustrating. Have you considered writing a letter about how you feel? That's a good, that's like a strategy that I use a lot. Like I put it in writing and I make it write clear. it to myself. Yeah, I thought about, I thought about yeah, since this class, I thought about doing like a poster board to put on everybody's door with things I expected from each person, you know, letting them know that this wasn't a bed and breakfast. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> now that I'm decluttering, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's actually one of the, uh, one of the biggest things you learn with the whole process of the decluttering as just as it is that you learn the confidence of how to even um, figure out boundaries and how to set things in place so that it's, it's, it is for everybody as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only have me to blame. I'm all the fear. <laughs> Except well, in a lot of ways, that's a blessing too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Except the flow in got kind of messed up last night. My son <laughs> dropped off his English boxer. Oh, I saw that post in our group. <laughs> yes, and him and my dog Baxter are not having a good day. <laughs> that's why I shut muted it a while ago and turned around they were at each other's throats and one's a morky so Baxter is just a little bitty dog but he is the instigator (laughs) self protection (laughs) the small dog has the big bark (laughs) oh yes Yeah. Oh, I and you hear I have all this hammering in the background too. I hope that it's not too distracting. No, it's good. It's good. So we always like to kind of end on a a laughing note. So is there anything that we can look at in our lives and flip around and just find to be like kind of funny? Do you guys have anything from this week that you can look back and say, all right, I'm going to let this go because I'm hanging on to this like idea, this feeling, this item, but now I can see how like humorously ridiculous it is. I cleaned off that entryway, you know, the drop zone. And there was a lamp that had these shells in it that had been sitting on that table for at least eight years. (laughs) And the dogs had chewed the cord. So it didn't even work. <laughs> Why I left it sitting there, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But it is now out the door. Yay, good job. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I think for me in, in my den as I was going through and, and taking stuff 
out. Um, I had this this little vase with daffodil fake flowers on it on a shelf and I was putting it in the box to go out and I thought now number one I don't have to dust it and number two it's hideous looking and number three why have I had it in there for so long why didn't I just get rid of it a long time ago and then I started looking at my room in a whole different way like does that even look good in here why why is it even there <laughs> Isn't it great when you give yourself permission to get rid of stuff and you're like, oh, wow, it's yeah. so nice in here now. <laughs> because I think the other one was a Christmas gift right. that I found that I had bought like four years ago and I didn't just found it. And my grandson wouldn't like it now. <laughs> Do you know the pampered chef? Um, corn kernel things that take the kernel off the cob. Well, I wanted one because my husband won't eat the cob, the kernel on the cob. He has to have it off. And so I wanted one of those and I thought, well, surely I can find one in the store for cheaper. And so I put off buying one from Pampered Chef and looked around in the stores and couldn't find one and couldn't find one. So I came home and thought, well, this is a good time while I'm sitting here waiting for this meat to cook. I'm going to looking, I'm going to go in my drawer and just take this one drawer and clean it out. I found a Pampered Chef corn kernel thing <laughs> that I bought like six years ago that had never been used. So it was a good thing I didn't buy one. And I found all kinds of things in that drawer. I found a cake thing that I bought from Pampered Chef that had never been used. I found all these things that I was going to buy that I already had. <laughs> Decluttering saves you money right and left. All, all <laughs> I, love it. I, I didn't it. buy anything for Amazon Prime this week. Nothing. Yay! I even money. returned. Well, I canceled an order. Yay! <laughs> Way to go! Way to go! For real, that's awesome. First day. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, this is it. You're going to save yourself so much money now and so much time. And this is the beginning of a whole new you. My mailman <laughs> will love it. <laughs> and I can He hasn't delivered one package this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first workshop that I've actually went through the whole week and can honestly say that I have actually gained so much out of it. So yes. thank you all for, for even putting this on. So it, it has been wonderful. Oh, I second thank that. Thank you. Thank you. It is a labor of love. That is for sure. And this is exactly why we do this because it's so worth it. <laughs> it is so worth it to help other people change their lives. There is nothing. That's why I feel like I'm here is to I feel like my mission on this earth is to help people change their lives through decluttering. I don't know how that became my mission, but it is. Well, I thank you for your mission. I ask God all the time, like, really? Clutter? That's what I'm here to deal with. Oh, I love it. Um, well, Allison, I think we're uh, we're getting to the end of our hour. <laughs> this is a great hour, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! You guys, hey, you clicked on the link and you made it into the live stream. Well, at first, you said you're going to do something like out of the blue, which is amazing in <laughs> this of itself. Is definitely a first for me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I, I love it. We ha we'll have to think of a fun word to use when we bring people for the first time onto a live stream. <laughs> this is really outside of the box. Just go outside. This is yeah. Really so good. So but we good. benefited from it. So next yes. time the rest of you out there, they offer this. Take them up on it. <laughs> Every yes. Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we need a tagline for today's show. I We don't have a name for our show, but we like to do a tagline every week. So um, we'll have to come up with that. Does anyone oh. in the comments have a good tagline? It should be humorous. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Childhood lessons debunked. <laughs> that would be a good one. I'm not really great on the spot with taglines. I, <laughs> I like think of it as we're going through it. Like, oh, I like that one-liner that we have there. But we had a good one-liner, Alice, but now I've forgotten it. So I know that's one problem too. It just goes right out. <laughs> Does not stay in this brain for very long at all. No. It has good flow. Exactly. It flows right out. <laughs> Wonderful flow. Brain yeah, I wish my incredible. life had that. <laughs> the brain flow out is really great. Eva, this is a regular podcast that Allison and I do every single week. So this is episode number like four or five. We just started it. Mm -hmm. uh, I started this at the beginning of this year. I decided that I was going to say yes to all opportunities that came my way. And Allison totally took advantage of that and was like, <laughs> going to do a podcast with me, knowing that I was going to say yes. <laughs> and it's been one of the most fun things that I have said yes to. So, um, so far, I have no regrets for saying yes to opportunities this year. It has been uh, an awesome year with saying yes. Just, I'm going to do it. I don't care if it's, I'm scared. I don't care if I'm like, you know, I'm just going to say yes and do it. So, Say yes. Say yes. You absolutely <laughs> brought me out of a comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> way to say yes. <laughs> Saying yes is the way to go when opportunities come your way. And to everybody in boot camp this week who said yes to boot camp, said yes to showing up, and said yes to going outside of your comfort zone, I am just so honored to watch it because it's incredible to see like the butterflies emerging from the cocoon, right? That was like the lamest analogy ever. Sorry, cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. I love it. Eva, every Friday, it's at 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you're, if it's 9 a.m. for you, that means that you're in central time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Sam in the comments is saying, I said yes to doing stand-up comedy earlier this year also, which was fun. I might do some more of that. So that was another thing that I said yes to. <laughs> we love it. We love it. All right. So we will see you all next week on the show with no name. Um, and we'll come up with a tagline for this week and uh, post it. This is on, we, you know, we put it out, our podcast out on YouTube and Apple and Spotify and Stitcher and all the places. So all the platforms, all the platforms. I found it on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Thank you. We love YouTube listeners. <laughs> thank you so much for joining guys. And thank you for joining in the comments. All of you guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you for having us so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of Bye. your Friday. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.